it's um it's it's up there on my list as like favorite um content to like consume. Yeah, classroom with the elite is what you meant to say. No. Although I do enjoy yeah. me some classroom with the elite. Oh yes, yes, yes. What I say, assassination classroom? Yeah. Another banger. That's a banger. Gets emotional at the end. Yeah. So Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Herbal Synergy Says Shop. I'm your host, Synergy. With me, my co-host says, so ways. Herbie. What's up, folks? I appreciated the duck. Yeah, you know, I'm trying a little something different. You know what I'm saying? I, I like the quacks. Quack, quack. What's going on, Herbie? Yeah. How you doing? You know. Same old, same old, living life, life trying to live me, now I mean, make it do what it does. Yeah, crack a lack What's going on in your ends? Um, you know, a little of this, a little of that, a little solo fucking leveling came out. Crash. Did you watch it? Did you watch it? Did you watch it? Nope. How dare you? Then watch it. I've already read it. I've read it, listened to it, and I watched it. Yep. I don't need to do it again. You do, because there's already so much different. No. Yeah, you do. Mm -mm. Got to. I don't care that they started with the Jesuit raid already, and they made old homie look real young. Which homie? The beast guy that's supposed to be the uh, leader did, of the Yeah, he the did go. look young. But before Mad we get into young. that, uh, you got a flavor? Yeah. Um, I did. I think I'm happy to give it to old Godfrey from uh, Reign of the Seven Spellblades because that man, boy, <laughs> his shock treatment of himself. I'm like, you're going above and beyond. He did, bro. I, I got, I got to give it to you. You just. Psh, mm. I I don't really want to lose this thought because I might forget to ask later. But don't you think her change was a little drastic? Uh I don't know. It depends because that might be like her first time murdering. So she, uh, you know that that changes folks. Yeah. I also feel like we're going to get to the... We're, we're probably going to get a cliche. Um, like, she's going to be saved by the guy. Like, he, he noticed he, him and her, like, her childhood friend keep trying to find her as well. Like, even though I I think... Um, What's coming? Uh, let's, 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 uh... We'll get into that later. <laughs> we're yeah. trying to spark up the conversation. It's not, it's not time to talk about that yet. Showing. All right. Um. Do I have a flavor this week? I don't know. It, it's. I mean, I could do the typical thing. It's like, yo, solo solo leveling coming out, duh. But I don't know if I got a flavor this week. I I enjoy. Actually, no. I I could. I could say it came out of like. Uh, 
Academy's Greatest Swordsman or something like that. Um, where, like, he finally got his new sword and, like, he just ripped through all the enemies in one stroke. I just read so many good things between, like, now and the next recording session that, like, it's hard to, it's hard to keep track of them all. You know what I mean? No. And then it's just, like, I try to... When something like really, 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 really... Oh, I do have a flavor this week. I do, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. Eminence in Shadow, the way it ended. So, like, you know you know how isekais... Like, you know how generally in this isekai you get, like... You die, you get transported into another world, right? Mm-hmm. Well, in this isekai, um, I, I can't remember if... Um, he died in the beginning, but, like, he did get transported into another world, and, like, the very last episode, the the bad dude was talking about how all these worlds exist in this, um, this symbolic, um, so almost like a solar system where they all rotate around and around and around to make, like, this complex shape. But, like, occasionally you get two that perfectly align and collide together and then, like, the worlds combine. And that's that's how they think humans came to be. Like, humans came from another world and, like, collided with the Earth realm and stuff like that. So, all that explanation to say to, like, it was really just, like, I was wondering why they were info dumping. And then at the very end of the episode, my man ended up back in his hometown. But obviously with all his freaking powers, because, like, the the protagonist in um, Eminence of Shadow is OP as fuck. Like, he doesn't struggle at all in any of the fights. So, like, I was just like, oh, shit. And then I was just like, oh, fuck, season's over. <laughs> Happens to the best of us, Pilgrim. And, like, the the... the Best part about it was, like, it was kind of losing me a little because, like, everything they were doing kind of didn't seem, like, it didn't seem, like, of great importance. So, it's just, like, where's the point? Where are we going with this? And, like, still don't know where we're going with it, but it was hype. It's, it was hype to see him in his, um, in his, uh, pretty much where the last place we saw him when it ended the first time, um, uh, in the first episode of the first season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool story, bro. Thank you, thank you. I try. You you succeeded. So, shall we proceed? To give the people what they need. As we proceed. Alright, let's get into the legendary hero is dead. How did you like the episode? Yeah, it was, it, you know, it was a, um, a fitting one. Uh, definitely makes some sense later with some stuff. I was like, oh, man, hmm, that makes sense. Um, yeah, hopefully it gets a second season because, you know, uh, it wasn't the best. But I was like, yeah, you know, I still could enjoy to see exactly where they would go with that. I've seen worse get second seasons. Yeah, but the... This lady didn't give my boy Lloyd the second season, and I enjoyed that show. Bro, I know. I gotta read. I gotta read it. Uh, I'm I'm sure there's more to read. 
Yeah, it probably is. But I'm like, yeah, I, I love that show. And so, but yeah, um, yeah. So continue. We'll, uh, yeah. Hopefully, it does. Uh, if not, I'll just have to use make fan fiction of the show. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. So season one. Season finale, episode 12, the legendary hero is dead. The legendary hero is a duo. So Kyle fights. He fights a little bit, and he tells the devil, uh, he's like, oh, I just want Toka. Like, you know, you can just get out of here. We ain't got to fight. And so I was like, oh, man. Hmm, crazy. And so, so then we flash to... Yuna, she's like, I just want to talk to Toko just one more time, just once before I disappear, because her time's running short. And then, so we flash to Toko and Shion, and they're inside the, the magic sword. And Toko's like, oh, man, don't blame me for the trap. You're the one that fell into it. And, <laughs> and so Shion was like, thank you for stepping in and helping everyone and being a legendary hero. And I was like, oh, my man's not mad. I guess he kind of know that it was his fault for falling for like such a weak trap. And so Toka, he starts running and then he comes to a mirror that reflects what a just ideal world would be. And it's just women in stockings, which we already probably knew that. I did know the stocking world. one. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that was like his other world memories of just being able to put stockings on everybody. So, I didn't think they would be completely naked, though. And yeah. Yeah. You know, perfect little boy there. But uh, anyhow, so... So Shion kept it up. He's like, yeah, it's the ideal world. And it's, I guess it's kind of like a gateway to the afterlife, almost. But he's like, once you enter it, you might not be able to return. He's like, I might as well do it because it's too late for, for, for Yuna because I'm dead. And he's like, oh, you're not dead. You're just inside the, the sword. He's like, oh, I can still save Yuna. Yeah, she don't tell us it's not too late. And he says there's three parts of the human body, you know, mind, soul, and, like, life force. He's like, your life force wasn't lost because you were in my body, and the life force of that was already lost. So you can go back to help. And he decides to go back to help. And this part was kind of funny here. Yuna's like... She says, I'll do anything to get him to wake up. And it's like, I'm, I'll make a deal with you, God. And and then she's like, <laughs> Tucker does the door. She's like, would you lay bare and let Tucker stroke your thighs? And she's like, yes. And she's like, huh? Wait. That doesn't sound like God. That sounds and like a like, promise to me. Yeah, and he jumps up and he's, he's all raring to go. I'm like, oh, you sly devil, you. And so... So he shows off his new ability, and Shion is in his body and is fighting with him. And, and yeah, his new ability allows Shion to possess Toka's body. So I was like, oh, man, they're fighting up. And so he's like, yeah, I'll create an opening for you to defeat, defeat him with the, the magic sword. And he's up destroying the magic crystal. And this is where we find out that that Toka is actually a dagger user versus a sword user, which is why 
he always had trouble with the sword with regulating it because he was used to like small the smaller daggers. So I was like, oh, that's an interesting tidbit that you waited 12 episodes to say something about. Or how about he waited 12 episodes to actually put it in effect? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, just oh. like, why wouldn't you use the most comfortable form? You knew you could transform the thing into anything you wanted. I mean, it's it's kind of, I guess what I would say is it's like he was using, trying to keep up with the sword for appearances because everyone knew that the Legend of Hero uses a sword. So if he used anything remotely different, then people could ferret out that he wasn't the hero. That that could so I, uh, pass uh, as a justifiable yeah. reason. But still, at the end of the day, if I if I knew I had like one strike left, or if, if I had to finish the inner meaning, I'd probably use the thing I'm most comfortable with. Agreed. Yeah. So. So yeah. So he gets it. He destroys a magic crystal, and he he uh, what's it? Diego releases his body from the body that just got destroyed, and he shows up in the. In the the forest, and he's like, "Oh yeah, it was a good thing I released it." He's like, "Yeah, I can still do this." And the little devil showed up, and they're like, "This is for the queen," and he he kills, they kill Diego. So I was like, "Oh man, Diego!" I was like, "Yeah, they just killed him." I was like, "Yeah, you go, go, little demon guys." So then they get to the banquet that they throw in Tokus honor for defeating the devils. And so then he tries to uh, capitalize on his prowess of being a hero, and he has all the ladies near him, all over him, and Yuna's mad, and she, like, pulls it away. And she gets to thanking thanking Toka. He's like, oh, I didn't really do anything. Now just a hero. He's like, no, you really saved me from from the fates and this, that, and the other. And so she... She's like, oh, yeah, I just don't, he's like, I don't kind of believe you or whatever. He's like, oh, I guess I have to keep my promise to you then, huh? And so he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then he proceeds to be in his room, and he's thinking about Yuna showing up. And she shows up, and this is another funny part. She's in a swimsuit, and he's like, what, are we going to swimming or something? <laughs> which, <laughs> which was funny in, in itself. And she's like, oh, take it off if you don't like it. I was like, whoa, okay. And then so my boy Toka, he throws out the sword because he's like, oh, yeah. Uh, Shion can see through the legendary sword. So get out. He's like, get out of here, pervert. I'm like, you the pervert. <laughs> I don't know if I would have mentioned that part in front of her. Yeah. She might be like, why are you throwing out the, the sword? And you just have to tell him. But yeah, it was, yeah. She's like, oh my God, you saw me like this? And she proceeds to just run out, which was funny, too. And his good show goes, oh, I didn't mean to. Yeah, he's like, I didn't know I was a pervert. <laughs> he was observing, the, the, which to to his, uh, to to be on his side, though, like, he don't, he don't really got a choice. Like, he's in the sword, like, he's in the room, like, unless he just shuts his eyes. Yeah, he, he doesn't have much to look at, uh, so 
Yeah, so then she flees. She she hits a bath, and she discovers that she's actually in love with Toko, which is why she was kind of mad. And she made this discovery because Marguerite was talking to, talking to her about it, and they become rivals. And little old Henri was like, oh, I want to be a rival, too. <laughs> so that happens. And so then Shion tells Toka, Toka's like, I want to go defeat all the devils at the gates of hell. And Shion's like, you're not going to make it there. You're not strong enough. You're going to have to train with the sage. You need to increase your, your mono-level powers. And he tasks Kyle and Dorothy to escort him to the, the sage. So hopefully they'll be, be here in a little bit and get a new show. New season, I mean. And I'm happy for it. And you know what? It might happen off screen. It might happen between the season. But it looks like my girl Yuna was willing to give it up. I'm not too sure. I don't Listen. Being willing to let the homie strip you and put stockings on you is just a step away from let's just do this. I don't know. Let's see. We shall see. But yeah, uh, it'd be nice to to see uh, see it get renewed. If not, I guess it is what it is. It is what it is. Okay, I'm excited for it. Moving on mm-hmm. to good old Vinland. Saga, episode 21, Reunion. The beginning starts with um, uh, talking about how King Swain took over an area and, like, the Vikings became slave traders. Um, And some old dude was remembering when Thors died and said that they wouldn't make it, wouldn't have made it without him. And I spent a good, like, Three minutes trying to figure out who that guy was. Did you know who he was? This is something about Chief. And I was like, Chief? And I was like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I couldn't figure it out. It was just like, it had to be someone there. But everyone went back to the village. So are they at the village? I'm like, no, the village, this place looks way too big to be the village. Um, So, uh, Canute and Asklad are talking about how King Swain might want to make York his new base and the old man from earlier he he sees Askeladd remembers his face um Askeladd's still talking to Canute and um he suspects that King Swain is going to like try to separate Canute and Thorkel to like minimize his power so Askeladd tells Canute that he's gonna die here and like an arrow gets fired and hits him in the hits a uh, Prince Canute so it looks like Askeladd uh, set up for Prince Canute to get shot but it um knowing Askeladd it was kind of like easy to tell like ah this seems more like a ploy but unfortunately, no one told Thorfinn the plan. So Thorfinn very quickly hunted the dude down and killed him. Um, once he took it, once Thorfinn took care of the guy who shot uh, Prince Canute, this uh, 
weird looking guy was accusing Thorfinn of being his partner and just trying to get himself out of trouble. And he did it to the point where Thorfinn just punched him in the face and knocked him out. So then everyone else became suspicious of him. And then this is where we found out that word has spread about Thorfinn winning his duel against Thorkel. So it's like, um, he carries two short blades and blah, blah, blah. That's, that's Thorfinn, the Kasasabada or something. This uh, that was his last name. I I don't even Thorfinn didn't seem like he recognized the last name, but I guess it could be his last name. He probably didn't even know his last name because he had no reason. He didn't when he grew up. He didn't have a reason for for his last name because he lived in a small village, Mm. and everyone knew everyone. That's possible. Yeah, like the whole. Like last name stuff came about for like when people became ambulatory and like they walk from village to village. They could be like, "Oh, do you know?" Um, they could be like, "You know Thorkell of Vinland or Thorkell of like Iceland or something," which would narrow it down to a region, and then they would well the, the continent or whatever, and they can narrow it down to region. So, yeah, understandable. So, at this point, we finally figure out who the old man was. It's Leif, the guy who, like, vowed that he would find Thorfinn and bring him back home. And the the person who actually got shot, surprise, surprise, was a woman slave and not Prince Canute. And at this point, we know that no one told Thorfinn about the plan because he just murdered. Or maybe he did know about the plan and followed along and knew he had to kill that guy but my man Thorfinn just looked very moody this episode <laughs> like he just looked like he woke up and someone pissed in his Cheerios um Ascalad was um speaking about the the um the kill and the camera uh, panned over to Floki, and it was very, it was highly suggested that Floki was the one that was attempting to kill Prince Canute. Um, Thorfinn asked Leif about Vinland, and then Leif said, Never mind that. Why aren't you asking about your sister or your sick mother? She's only gotten worse since, um, since then. You should really go home and see them. Thorfinn got pissed off and said, why are you talking to me about stuff I didn't ask about? Don't do that. And like stormed off. Um, Leif then said that they should they should go home. Hasn't he had enough? And that's when Thorfinn like rages out. He's like, Askeladd is eating and shitting as he likes. It won't be enough until he's dead with the, the blade that he, uh, with my father's blade. So I I think it's really I'm on pause right there. I think it's almost impressive how it's been years and Thorfinn has managed to hold on to that anger. It almost looks like it's gotten he, he probably has some anger problems at this point. Mm-hmm. But um Uh, so yeah, he replied by saying it's not going to be enough until Askeladd is, um, is dead. Um, 
Leaf then like sees Thorfinn under a new a new lens. Like he realizes he's not the happy go lucky kid anymore. Bjorn Askeladd went to see Bjorn, and my man was looking rough. Um, but he says he has no regrets, and he ended the that scene with asking Askeladd about his leg. Askeladd said it. Got some arrows put through it, but it, it's good enough to hold a sword. And Bajoran heavily implied that he wants Askeladd to be the one that puts an end to him. Um, the Then we go over to the meeting between Askeladd Canoe and Gunnar and Thorkel and one other person that I didn't recognize. And... Askeladd reveals that the assassination was just a ploy to, so that um, King Swain wouldn't try to put um, Canute in a bad spot due to the new forming rumors that um, King Swain is the one who tried to assassinate uh, Prince Canute. So any they have a meeting coming up where I guess people are supposed to be given territory, and if Prince Canute looks like he's like thrown into a battlefield or like separated from his people. It's gonna, it's gonna look like the rumors are true. Um, Gunner excused himself, which was very suspicious, but Askeladd had a plan for that. He told Prince Canute that he can't trust Gunner. He's most likely a spy. And Thorkel asked, like, then isn't it bad that he heard all this? No, I got. And he said, no, I got Thorfinn following him to see if he feeds Keaton Swain. If he is a spy, then we'll just give him from some information to feed King Swain. Um, Gunner obviously is a spy, and before this meeting transpired, Thorfinn wanted to duel Askeladd. Um, Askeladd asks, is this really necessary? And Thorfinn, with his mad face as it is, because they were both injured, they're, they're neither of them are at 100%, uh, Prince Canute agrees to this and says it's over when he says it's over but before that asking us that he has to engage in uh he has prior commitment he has to take care of first so Bjorn shows up and apologizes to Thorfinn um they ready up and Bjorn talks about how he he knows that Askeladd hated him hated his crew and hated himself um and wondered how he could live um living like that being so lonely and said that like he and thought to himself that like he wanted to be his friend so they uh, they attack and Aslan misses the vital spot on Bjorn apologizes and says he'll put an end to him but he gets cut off Bjorn tells him that like he wanted to be his friend Aslan said yes you were my only friend and then he puts in the rest and tells Thorfinn uh calls Thorfinn a kid and says he'll play with uh he'll play with him where Thorfinn puts on a put has a really pissed face on, and um, we're approaching the end of the season. Yeah, yeah. I I think uh, yeah. Some something I, I want to go back and and talk about here was um, yeah. The whole the whole thing uh in the beginning with with. Asked Glad talking with Canute, and he was like, "Yeah, how do you feel about 
dying here or, or something along those lines. And that's when the arrow came through. And one of the, the things I was thinking about was like, why they ain't give the woman armor? <laughs> like, you could have given the woman armor. And the funny how the crew was like, yeah, the, the rumors were true. He is a woman. <laughs> Which I was like, they definitely could have. I guess the foreshadowing, foreshadowing I had mentioned earlier, uh, last episode was they bought the slave in order to use as a ruse body double. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I thought it was Floki's plan at first too, but it was Asklad's plan. Yeah, and then Floki, le- Floki looked all. Later on, Prince Canoe does say like we'll never use um, someone to die in his place ever again. Yeah, and the rumors of the people like, oh, like, that's too, like, why did the king's here? Why did it go after the prince? He's not even, like, the, the first line to get the throne. So it just, you know, heightened their nice war tactics there. Yeah, and so. King Swain was very uh, impressed with Askeladd. Yeah, I was like, oh, man, that, that this is, you know, high tactics. Just more more than one way to fight a person, so fight a war. If you will. So, yeah. I was like, huh, would you look at that? So yeah. Yeah, end of season coming up soon. About to get on this uh Reign of the Seventh Spellblades. Let's do it. Also hype. Yeah. Random Sim Spellblade, Season 1, Episode 14, Salvadori. So Leia Salvadori is talking with Carlos about ways to connect with people. Uh, and then we flash to Katie and Guy talking about how, how Oliver's group's been gone three days. And they're worried because Oliver's the only guy. Well, Guy's worried because Oliver's the only guy in the group. And it's like, that perfume's effect, boy, I tell you. And Katie, she gets all embarrassed, like, because she has a thing for Oliver, too. Uh, so I'm just like, huh, no, poor little Katie. <laughs> and so, so then, uh, yeah, the fact. And then now it gets close to Oliver. And I'm like, hey, can you just please back up? She's like, why? I, I've always been just close to you, whatever. He's like, no, just just get away. I'm trying to keep my head clear. And so it was, uh, the perfume started taking effect. And she, she's so that, innocent. Yeah. And they're like, why don't you just take the, the antidote? And, the, and, and then I was like, why, why can't I get close to you, Oliver? You don't like me anymore or something? Like, nope, it's not that. And it's like, it just makes some Randy. <laughs> and I'm like, she's like, Randy, what does that mean? I'm like, yeah, too innocent. Well, that's okay. You're, you're a little kid. You shouldn't know anything about that yet. Uh, so, so then about to cross the lake, and Milligan's like, oh, I, I, I should give you another lesson here. And they they do ninja art, Jesus Christ walk. Stop. At first, Stop. <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. We touched two different things there. <laughs> that makes it even better. Yeah, so so now fails initially. She's standing there for like a hot second. She drops down like a sack of potatoes. And then Oliver does it. And then he gets 
jiggy with it with a more Vance floating through there. Which he has a memory flashback of his mother. She's like, oh, you're my son. You'll be able to do it too one day. And so that spurs him on. Yeah, and so lo and behold, they get in there. Uh, Shelly does it too. She's able to, to walk out. And the now finally picks it up. And Millie is like, oh, she really would do anything to stand next to Oliver, like she said. Yeah, they're heavily and, implying that uh, love interest. Yeah. I feel like it might be one-sided. Or it could just be she she just wants to stay close so they can fight and grow together. But yeah, I, I kind of rooting for like a out-of-the-blue love interest to show up. Or Oliver just be rooted to his work of destroying people that destroyed his his mother. I would say you would have like you'd have a good argument there, but there was that couple the couple times she kept asking for a kiss. Yeah, I mean, I think she would just like to be kissed, so I don't know. Continue. Yeah. Yeah, because I I think she thought it was she thought it was something more like a, a kiss of a something I can't remember right now, but uh, I'm sure it'll come to me later. But yeah, so so then they they start selling. He's like, yeah, we haven't seen any monsters, and bam, they get attacked <laughs> by what's what's that man's name? River Rivermore. Yeah, the bone guy. Yeah, so he shows up. And I'm like, oh, Rivermore attacks. And they talk. And he's, he's like, oh, I'm just here pretty much just because of an obligation. Because they're like, they're like, we don't want her lab work. We just want to save our friend. He's like, yeah. They said the first, the first survivor at the first meeting or something they were saying, too. Um, but anyhow. So... Then a chimera comes up and embraces his familiar, and they just sail away. Like, yep, yeah, we knew the chimera, chimera would come and get the one with the highest mana, so they just left out. And so, then we get to a, a memory of Carlos the Salvadori's first meeting at the school, and Godfrey shows up. And man gets inappropriate thoughts, and he like shocks himself, and he does this for two months before he he gets himself under control. Like every meeting, he sees her, he's like, "I'm like, my god, I just want to take a potion." (laughs) Like, why are you doing this to yourself? And so she asks him that. Yeah, she's like, "Why are you doing this to yourself?" And he said, "The reason I'm doing this is because." Even though it's painful, instead of taking potion, you've you've endured more pain than this would ever be, which is kind of like a sentimental touching thing. But that got nothing to do with him as a stranger. Yeah, but it's called empathy. You should try it someday. I have empathy. I don't know. Just no sympathy. Mm, I don't know about that. I don't think you have either one of them. How dare you? But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, it does for two months, and so he eventually asked her to join 
the group of people that protect the students that go into the labyrinth. So she's like, yeah, I'll join, join you and we can do this. And he's part of the group and he meets the group and there's a couple other students in there and one student named Tim kind of is like in love with Gottfried. So yeah, so they start the group out and start adding more folks and some of the kids are jealous because eventually it's like she becomes Godfrey's like second lieutenant where he's like, oh, I'm going to interview more folks. Can you care to join me? And she's like, yeah, I'll do that. So they corner her one day and this is where she just like, oh, you're not even strong. It's just your perfume that you use on him that makes you, makes him want to help have you help him and whatnot. And she's like, oh, so if I was strong, it wouldn't be an issue. And they're like, no, it wouldn't be. And so she just murders them all. It's implied that she murdered them. Don't know if she actually did. So. It's definitely implied. Yeah. But now I I, I get the backstory. I get how she became Wicked Witch of the Hormones. Yeah. Now I want to know what's her goal with her experiments. probably to I think it might be to do something like because they said they need essence like re reproduce or whatever like male essence so she might be trying to find a way to where she can reproduce that actually having to be involved in the process herself oh I was thinking it was something like something like doing the wrong thing for the right cause maybe she's trying to find a way to like turn off her Her, um, the pheromones she's putting out, the scent, the aroma. Yeah. Probably. Who knows? I have no idea. Yeah, so. It might be something, or she's trying to do something. Um, but yeah. She killed them all to show her strength. And then she's confronted by Tim. And he's like, You stink lately for some reason. It's like, you, you start cracking up your pheromones or whatever. And he said something. Um, he's like, yeah, you're just trying to dissuade me from Godfrey to make fall for you or whatever. It's like, yeah, talks about his feelings. And she proceeds to clap clap him up because they get into a fight because he takes a swing at her. It's like, ooh, yeah, that's bad, buddy. He got clapped up. And he's crying over She's crying over, Godfrey's crying over him, and she's crying too, and she just like leaves. She's like, I'm sorry. And then we flash back to the present, and my boy Pete is making his escape attempt. And he gets out. After he, after they blow up the gate, he gets out to feed a little prey man, just runs out to the thing, and he does his release the beacon. So, hopefully, the the cavalry come in, but I feel like they might be too far away. Yeah, they might be. It was a little anticlimactic, though. I was just like, my man met no trouble after using all those. <laughs> it was just smooth. Didn't she just leave? She like she just left. She couldn't have gone that far. No, she left for she left a while ago. Yeah, as soon as she got up, dude was like, "Oh, I don't sense her. Use it now." She was she was in like a whole different section of the thing, like. She's been gone for a while. Like, he just recovered himself. Hmm. 
So I think he's like, yeah, after he recovered up because the man was bleeding heavily. Uh, but yeah, so he released it. They're free. Well, he's free. I don't know about him. We shall see next episode. Yeah. Shall we talk about uh, Jujutsu? Would you like? Yeah, wasn't much there. They were fighting. Uh, Higurama gets both his arms cut off. And then my boy, he can heal. So he, he grew his arm back. And uh, Yuji gets cut in the process of fighting too. But he's still alive. And so... Tsukuna, he's kind of kind of entranced by what Higurama can actually do with all this stuff. And so so then Higurama, he's like, kill yourself or the next one's going to... Well, Tsukuna says to Higurama, heal yourself the next one's going to cut off your head. And like, he cut off both his arms. And so he heals and then he goes to stab him again and like, he kind of misses. But he, he slides the sword off to Yuji and Yuji's about to spear him through the back maybe allegedly it's leaning towards that way but who knows who knows where the so, wind yeah. will blow cold wind blows oh uh oh yeah, that's enough my bad alright but are you ready to talk about solo Irby yeah, dog, you go ahead and talk about it. Let's talk about Solo, Irby. Guys, 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 as you all know, I'm a huge, as you all might know, huge Solo-loving fan. I've consumed every form of this content that I can possibly consume. Shy of actually reading the novel myself. I listen to it. I'm not a good reader. But, the most... When I find a series I enjoy, what I like to do is see how, usually see how the manga differentiates from the anime. Now, this is a rare setting because I have also know the light novel. And the light novel is different from the manga at certain points. And the anime is different from the manga, which means it's also different from the light novel at certain points. So, let's get going with Soul Leveling Episode 1. We start off on Jeju Island. Something that, fun fact, isn't in the book or the manga. Start off on Jeju Island. It might be the third attempt, I feel, I think. And for the first time, we meet one of the S-rank hunters that's already dead by the time that the show is... He's dead before we know S-rank hunters are an actual thing. So they're fighting the ants. Um, uh, the hunters are getting surrounded, and then the S-ranks show up. Our favorite, um, Nihon Beck. Beast guy, he's he's with the one S rank. Uh, it looks like a lightning user. He that that's dead. Uh, Chonin shows up and he's uh, taking care of ants. And then we get our boy Sunjin Wu. 
and his intro with the coffee scene. Right off the bat, the dialogue is different. I, I, I can understand the scenes we're getting here and there, the different scenes, you know, try to fill in some time slots. That maybe they want to end an episode a specific way. And, like, they did. They, they, and they ended it where I thought they were going to end it. So they needed some scenes to, like, fill in the blanks. But why change the dialogue is what I'm not understanding. Do you got an answer from me, Irby? No, I don't. A, pos- no a, prob- a theory? Mm, probably artistic uh, vision. I guess maybe it's the, I I I hope they don't go too crazy just because like the author is not alive anymore and there's really not too many people stopping them from changing too much. But whatever. So Song Jin Woo enters the fray. Right, well, actually, uh, if I'm gonna review this, let's go from the beginning. Um, a couple of hunters are talking. One's name's Puck. The other one I I don't remember. I think his his name is Kim. Kim and Puck are talking, and Kim is like, "Puck, it's been a while." Puck's like, "Yeah, my wife's pregnant, so I kind of, I kind of need this job." And Kim's like, oh, "Nothing like a raid to earn some easy money." And Puck was talking about how he was nervous, but then they saw um, Sung, and everyone's greeting him. And Puck's like, "Ah, who's this guy? Is he a big deal?" It's like, "Oh, that's right." You uh, he started right after you left, so you don't know him. He's like, is he, is he super powerful? No, he's the weakest hunter in all mankind. It's like the weakest. Yep, he gets hurt in E rank dungeons. So Puck starts laughing, and it's like, ah, let's not let's not be too loud. He might hear us. Well, no, he heard the he heard everything. Um, in intro to Juhi, Juhi shows up and. Of course, he's hurt again, so she's like, ah, you're always hurt, why do you do this? And, uh, what's the dude's name that takes control of the raid leader? Herbie. I have no idea. That's fine. So, raid leader... He goes ahead and um because he's a C rank and like the highest rank there and they everyone uh knows how strong he is and they it says that like the only reason he's not in a high guild is because of his um an elite guild is because of his um age but he could have competed up there. He takes a leadership of this uh of this raid and everyone enters. Um, Sung enters with a determined look in his eyes. Today he's gonna. He's gonna give it his all or something like that. I know. I don't know. The line was different. So um, at this point, we we get to meet Gungwei Ko early again. Another character we're meeting early. He explains how the um, the I was just listening to this earlier. What's the thing? You, essence stones. Um, the world's trying to use essence stones as an efficient source of energy. And that's where the world's leading to. We're, they're relying more on the magic that they're getting out of these Edson Stones. So that was our introduction to Gunway Co. 
the presence of the Hunters Association. Uh, we flash back to the raid and Sung is fighting Goblin and his sword, his dagger breaks and Goblin gets the upper hand on him. Um, so he gets stabbed. So right before another Goblin shows up to take care of Juhi, Puck shows up and uh, kills it and says take care of Sung and he goes back to join the fray. Juhi's healing Sung and all he has is a as a stone. Um they think they think they defeat the boss, but the they could tell the dungeon the raid wasn't closing. The dungeon wasn't closing. So they go walking and they they find they find a door and while this is going down um another thing that doesn't happen in the manga or the light novel, we see we see Jinho and we see the high school girl taking their getting rank uh, evaluated, their ranks uh, evaluated, and watching a introduction um, video from President Gunghui Ko about how dangerous it is to be in dungeons and how they should be afraid. Um, we go back over to the guys, and they all they take a vote on whether they should raid the double dungeon because the double dungeon is rare, and standard protocols are reported to the association and possibly get some backup. But they didn't get a lot of loot from the monsters be- before, and they wanted more money, so they took a vote. Um, half them voted no, half them voted yes, and then it was just left to Sung, who is taking care of his sick mother. And his sister is going to college soon, so he needs the money. So he votes yes. They all go in. And it's just a big room with giant statues and even bigger statue that in the manga and I believe in the light novel get compared to the Statue of Liberty. And the raid leader comes across a statue... Uh, a, like a, a angel of death statue holding up a a stone tablet with commandments in ancient language that he surprisingly can understand. So he starts reading it off, and it's like the three commandments or whatever: "Thou shall um, worship God," um, but it was it was said different way, and "Thou shall pr- praise God," and "Thou shall prove thy faith." So once he said all three of the commandments the door shut and it freaked one of the guys out and the guy said screw this you guys can have whatever the rewards out i'm out of here as soon as he went to the door um one of the statues uh killed him in one hit sliced his head and upper torso clean off and what i forgot to mention is right before that jew he said she saw the statue liberty size statue looking at them but Sung said it was in her head. After rewinding a little forward, after um, dude got killed by the statue, Sung remembered what she said and then looked back at that statue who looked back at him. And then his eyes started to glow and he told everyone to get down. He pushed Juhi down with him and it released beams that uh, wiped out a good, a good amount of them. 
And then that was the end of the first episode uh, with Sun saying they're all going to die. Um, so I, I enjoy, like, I enjoyed the episode. It's like some of the things, obviously I, I didn't think were necessary. Like some of the things were kind of cool. Like, Oh, it's uh Jinho and the high school girl, which the high school girl is not really important. She's kind of important to this one raid later, but, um, it was cool to see her, um, president go was completely unnecessary and, Although it, it was nice to kind of know what I guess the S rank hunter that's dead can do, also completely unnecessary. But the, I, I guess they were, I guess they were trying to fill in the time slot. Um, the I feel like the sub like the lines. Even if, like, Japanese and Korean don't translate very well together. I feel like the people putting in the subtitles should take their subtitles from, like, the novel or the manga. Like, I would understand why you wouldn't do it. I, I guess I was, I guess I'm hoping for, like... I guess I kind of wish there was a Korean version of this. Like, I'd, I'd watch the Korean version with subtitles just so I can see if the dialogue matches things. I, I like the dialogue. It kind of, like, it kind of, like, bugs me a little when the dialogue's different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, that... Yeah. That, that, that's that on the dialogue, I guess. Um, that's, that's how I felt about that. Did you? I feel you, dog. Did you enjoy it, Irby? Maybe I ain't even watch it, dog. How dare you? <laughs> I already consumed it. How dare you? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'd already seen it. I just might just leave it on, let it play, but you know. Oh man, you're ma- you're making me want to pick something else. <laughs> nah, dog. Enjoy your. <laughs> Enjoy it, man. I can I can enjoy it. We can just there's plenty of other stuff like Spy Family is out, Assassination Classroom is out. Um, That show ended. They killed the man. Nah, stop. They did. They killed him. Um, I don't know. I I I was really I'm really excited about it because like it's um it's it's up there on my list as like favorite um content to like consume. Yeah, classroom with the elite is what you meant to say. No, although I do enjoy yeah. me some classroom with the elite. Oh yes, yes, yes. What I say, assassination classroom. Yeah, another banger. That's a banger. Gets emotional at the end. Yeah. So. So yeah, no, yeah. I just I started doing it. And started. I was like, man, this ain't shit of what it was. I was like, I'm out. Yeah, it's terrible. It's... It's it's annoying, bro. It really is annoying. But like so far it's not Boruto annoying. <laughs> it's only one episode. Yeah, it's only one episode. And like there there shouldn't be much much more reason to throw in scenes like that in the second episode. So I I really have to see what the second episode entails. To yeah. see what direction you're heading with, because if it's just gonna be constant like random scenes in there that aren't in there, it's like you don't. 
So you don't you don't need that like especially if you're gonna just con- condense yourself to twelve episodes this season. Like yeah. just you don't you don't have to you don't have to make. What do, how do I want to say this? So like, I much rather you just make the episode shorter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It didn't have an intro. Like it, it didn't have an opening song. I don't think. I just jumped straight into it. It just went straight into it. Like so, like I, and that that's why I feel like if like my if my story ever becomes a anime like. And I have control. Like I much rather the episode be shorter than throw in some random nonsense that doesn't doesn't belong in there. Like I, I'm okay with like comedic effect stuff. Like st- but like just like stuff that like don't need like you you meet stuff like Jinho. It's not important to people who haven't consumed this right now. It's it's a it's a it's a good Easter egg. It's a nice Easter egg, but it's not important to people. Who don't people don't know who President Gunway Co is? People don't know how strong Yuho Beck is. People don't know who Jinho and the high school girl is. So like, it's not you're putting in stuff that's not important to the story right now because it hasn't been built up yet. Yeah. And that that's that's what bothers me about it. I much rather if if that all that stuff combined took up three to five minutes make the episode three to five minutes shorter or like you don't or just add a little more of the um canon content in there it's there there's plenty of stuff going on in that current double dungeon where it's going to be a cliffhanger trust me you could have just scratched all that and continued on and you would have had something sufficient yeah but um, that's, that's all I got. Do you got anything else, Herbie? Nope. I got nothing. All right, guys. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed. Hope you, um, hope all you solo fans out there are satisfied with, uh, what's coming out and what's going to keep coming out. And we'll catch you next time. Peace. Peace.